Hello everyone. Welcome to a special episode of SSVM Edit Talk and a very happy new year to all you lovely people who are here with us today. Uh, to start 2021, we have an extraordinary guest here with us. Thank you very much, Mrs. Vita Dani, for gracing us with your presence in this special episode. Thank you, Shisha. And ma'am, I must say your presence and uh, your words are very special for all of us. And especially for um, every young woman watching this uh, episode as well, to have an empowering um, women sports entrepreneur and a leader such as yourself uh, joining us today is uh, something really extraordinary. Thank you very much. Thank and you for your kind words, Shisha. <laughs> Uh, so I'd love to uh, introduce you to our audience without any further ado. Um, Mrs. Vita Dani is the co-owner um, of the Chennai FC, uh, the two-time Indian Super League champions. And she is the chairperson and the co-owner of Ultimate Table Tennis League, uh, the premier league for table tennis in India. It is the first of its kind institute in the whole of India that uh, provides an international uh, platform uh, to our Indian table tennis players and um, they help raise their skill levels as well. So Mrs. Vita Dani is also uh, the co-founder of ELMS Sports Foundation. So this foundation has been very pivotal um, in uh, raising the standards of sports in India and enhancing uh, the physical literacy of sportsmen sportsmen and uh, sportswomen. So thanks to Mrs. Vita Dani, um, over a hundred thousand uh, children in Tamil Nadu have been engaged in football training. So her grassroots level um, outreach programs through uh, Chennai and FC has impacted uh, children across all age groups and providing these children with a credible platform with professional coaching in under 13, under 15, um, under 18, and the B teams of Chennai and FC as well. So Mrs. Vita Dani, uh, ma'am, your vision in promoting a robust sports culture and recognizing the potential in youth uh, across the nation serves as the kind of um, exemplar leaders uh, this nation needs. So SSVM is truly honored to have a visionary such as yourself uh, here to talk with our students, the teaching community, and of course, our, uh, our dear CFC fans as well. Thank you so much for your generous and kind words, please, again. Thank you. My pleasure, ma'am. Thank you. So in that spirit, um, shall we begin with the first question? Sure. So by uniting uh, the power of sport uh, with the power of women leadership ma'am i must say you serve as an inspiring example and a strong motivator for uh, female athletes in india so could you share uh, your story of how you forayed into sports so first of all a very happy new year to all everybody out there in the audience and um, I have this real special place for girls in my life. And I'm sure many of the girls are listening to this. So while growing up and you have a strong personality and then they say, oh, you are bossy, you know? And I would take that as a compliment. So all the girls, please listen out there. If they say you are bossy, take it as a compliment because that only shows that you have a leadership skill. And it's important in walk of life, in any walk of life, as a matter of fact, to have the leadership skill. You know, when I took over football, to tell you a big secret, I didn't understand football, nothing of football at all. And I said, I'm going to learn from here. And I think within about 15 days, I sat with lots of different friends, family, and understood the game. And there I was. So I think if there is eagerness to learn, if there is uh, 
uh, a leadership quality then you can really take your dreams forward and also do only what you enjoy don't just do because you have to do it because your mom or dad said that you know become an engineer or become a computer engineer or become a doctor or whatever i'm mean, i'm sorry if the parents are hearing this but really and i tell the same thing to my children i said live your own dreams don't live you know live your life with my dreams and that's how each one of you should do so really go out there think out of the box think something that's different something that excites you and there's a whole pandora's box out there you never know what it will take you to if you ask me about 7 um, years ago did i ever dream of uh, in being in so involved in sports the answer is no and from there i mean i actually started off with table tennis and then suddenly football came in our lap and then we started with elms and now the whole world revolves around sports so don't have any inhibition go with an open mind and you never know what future has in store for you so each i mean this is not only for girls but also for the boys present out there that really don't have a closed mind go with an they say be let your mind be an open book and that's what it is just go out there and explore the world you never know what opportunity lies for you that's wonderful thank you so much for that ma'am i think uh, that's something we uh, constantly uh, you know uh, share with the students and the parents at ssvm as well uh, allowing the children to explore uh, uh, all different kinds of uh, things they can and you know not just fix upon one um, uh, particular uh, feel that maybe they've heard from their parents or uh, so so they should have that confidence to voice out uh, their choice as well so uh, thank you so much for sharing that so beautifully and uh, so do you feel um, that Uh, more women leaders or entrepreneurs are entering into the sports field uh, in india of course uh, i think opportunities are equal mm-hmm. and times have changed everyone's attitude has changed and people are happy to have any gender as their boss like in the beginning i remember as uh, part of cfc i used to be the only woman around with all these men and boys i mean most of my uh, team as in uh, the operating team were like my children's age and then there were these men who were playing football who was part, who were part of the playing 11 or playing team there were no women and it was you know sometimes awkward <laughs> to you know sit with them and talk about certain things because they are so used to being physical <laughs> and i'm sure they were not used to a lady boss as well but then they get used to it and they are out there to um, they accept you really well as long as i think you got to realize you know how you need to conduct yourself what you need to do what you need to say and that's most important so this could be true in any walk of life uh if you go to a factory very often there are more male workers than women mm-hmm. and that's fine that doesn't mean they'll not accept you as a boss and this is true around the world very often and especially in our country but i think those doors are opening up again more women are um, going out there working and uh, you know getting involved in different fields so any field is good especially sports if you look at the number of women athletes in india who have done well there are it's it's unbelievable you start off with pv sindhu you start off with hima das saina nehwal you look at sanya mirza you look at manika batra there is just no end to it you know exactly. and i think it's 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 good to be a role model so always remember be the change you want to be you know don't go out there and let you know people follow your i mean be the path you know for others instead of just following somebody else's path so why not women have all the opportunities we've had one of our greatest leaders in our country mrs gandhi who was a woman leader look at uh, look at mrs Mac, you know miss mackel in germany what a fantastic leadership i mean look exactly. at if you look at new zealand yeah. Yeah, so exactly. i think there is lots to learn from women leaders and aspire to be like one of them somebody who has done so much better you know or it it not necessarily be only in politics look at mother teresa so there are so many women leaders who can be an inspiration for all of us mm-hmm. and it's what we can really learn the best out of them 
and why not you can be the next mrs gandhi you can be the next mother teresa you can be the next yourself and somebody else will look up to you so that's absolutely course. true <laughs> that's very true thank you so much ma'am so uh moving on to our next question uh i think owning a professional team and organizing a league is not at all an easy feat so uh, how do you manage your time between them and uh, ma'am we also would love to hear um, how you motivate uh, the cfc team players you know being the only woman there <laughs> would love to hear that sure so uh, there is a lot to learn from both the roles there are two different roles that i play one as a franchisee owner and one as a league owner and i think it plays a very important role i feel uh, all the difficulties that i face as a franchisee i realize that i need to ensure that my franchisees in table tennis don't face it mm-hmm. and vice versa there are certain decisions that i take and franchisees i'm sure would not be very happy but that's the time i realized that as a franchisee i need to be a lot more patient and as i said uh, for football it's my family away from my family so this is the only season when i'm not with the family and whether it is it is um, an occasion in my family or something else i make it a point to go out there because i feel that if my players can leave their families and do this for me least i can do is show up for few days in a year <clears throat> so and i talk to them i all my players can get in touch with me directly i talk to them for every team meeting even now it's a virtual meeting because of the circumstances but for me it's very important uh, the hr quotient you know i think is very very important mm-hmm. i think it's good for people to know that you are there for them you are there with them and you will support them i i remember this in season 2 mm-hmm. halfway through the month we were right at the bottom of the table it was not a very nice feeling to be truthful you know and that's the first time i decided that i'm going to enter the and go and talk to the players in the dressing room so this was in kolkata and i told uh, our manager then marco materazzi i said please tell the players are coming in so they better dress up <laughs> you know there's a woman coming in <laughs> so he was also surprised and i went and i spoke to them and i really spoke from my heart i think that is what is important every time it's not mind they say mind over matter but sometimes it's heart over everything else and from that day i don't know what happened we went on to win eight games in a row that was also the dreadful year when uh, uh, chennai witnessed the worst ever floods in the history and uh, well we went on to play finals and we were happy to get the cup for tamil nadu so again you know i feel it's good to connect with people it is good to talk to them mm-hmm. and sometimes it's good to even tell them that hey you are here you know for a reason and you're not going to come back unless and until you perform so better get it straight so you can be as straight at the same time you can be uh, you can just be gentle as well mm-hmm. so I speak to all my players and same thing is with my operating team and I think they are a very very able team because they are able I can do all these things mm-hmm. and I talk to them as well because all of us at the end of it want to work in a good environment you want to have a good um, uh, nobody wants to work with high stress levels and tension all the time it cannot go on forever so that's how I deal with uh, Uh, the hr issue as far as football is concerned as far as table tennis is concerned my stress levels are little lower because i don't have to worry about three points in every game you know <laughs> so i look at it little differently but it's a it's it's a pleasure and i can only uh, take pride in saying this that we are one of the best leagues in the world now and the international federation has also recognized the same and more than that i think it has make a huge difference in the quality of play as far as india is concerned so now we are in the top 10 in the whole world and i think that is uh, more important for me than merely 
you know, feeling success at the league level. Yeah. Because as a country, if we can make a difference, <clears throat> then that's what it is. Like earlier, you know, the Indian players would go and see, you know, the draw. <clears throat> I'm sorry. And there would be foreign players and so on. They'll say, ah, oh, there's an Indian in my draw, you know. And now they say, oh, there's an Indian in the draw. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the difference that we need to look at when we are promoting any game. And if we can bring about that difference in attitude where people are um, people are worried that there's an Indian player in their draw, then I think we've done the right thing. So be it any game, if you can make a difference at the national level, that means a lot more to me than any personal gain. Wonderful. That's incredible. Uh, so I feel like this is a leadership masterclass where, you know, we learn so much from you and be it a sports captain in a school or head of department. I think your story is a great example. And Thanks. I'm so lucky that um, I also had an opportunity to see your passion and enthusiasm for uh, CFC during the matches uh, in person. And I felt um, that you saw CFC not only as a team but uh, as a family so that's just wonderful ma'am and so moving on to our uh, next question um, the sporting industry is extremely competitive and um, ma'am what would you say um, is an important mantra uh, you follow to stay on top of the game so this is my personal advice to everybody who's involved in sports mm -hmm. that success doesn't come overnight and i sometimes feel that the journey is more important you know than the final result and success is not the final destination it's again part of the journey and when you play any sport you're going to lose at some point of time you cannot always win and I think that is the greatest learning you will ever have. It's you learn from your losses more than your victories. Mm -hmm. And they say that you can earn trophies, you know, your trophies can rust, but your memories can never. So make your journey truly memorable. There will be ups and downs. There will be things that will go your way. There will be, you know, decisions that will go against you, which are not fair. But again, who said life is fair? So that's okay. You learn to live with all this. But what at the end of it, if you have enjoyed this journey, then you have lived it all. You know, you've done it all because that's most important. Fine. They say that nobody remembers number two, you know, but everybody remembers number one. But for me, it's not, it's, it's not important to be number one but it is important to be consistent in this if you are in top four if you are in top three if you are in top five that's good enough because every time you cannot have things your way and <clears throat> it's okay just because you are not number one that doesn't mean number two three four and five are unhappy in life they're equally happy so it's all right if you can be number one that's great but, but, you, but you cannot be. Nobody can ever be. So, of course, we would like to win trophy for all of you all each year. But that's not possible. But more than that, if you enjoy this journey, then that's what is most important. You, you, you know, talking about the journey, let me tell you this uh, little story. Again, I'm not sure many people know about this. Mm -hmm. This was in season one. <clears throat> And uh, <clears throat> our training ground was a little far away. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened. The players got back into the car and they realized that there was a snake in the car. Oh. So <laughs> it was, I think they were trying to jump out of a closed window because nobody in the right frame of mind would expect this. Somehow there were no uh, casualties. There was no... You know, everything was fine at the end of it. But this is what you will remember. This is what you will laugh at. You know, it, it's it's fine. You will, you know, you will cherish your memories. You will cherish your winning of cups. But this is more fun. Same thing happened in season two, you know, at uh, CFC. We were 2-1 down mm -hmm. in the 88th minute of our finals in Goa. 
and it was literally 11 of cfc against the entire stadium of goa uh in the stoppage time 90th minute actually just after 90th minute we made it two all and thereafter in 91st minute we made it <clears> 3-2 and i think that was more important more memorable than anything else i mean we will never if this happens once in a lifetime they say and i'm glad it's happened to me so early on you know i don't want to wait for that long to experience something like this so each one of you as you go through your journey in sports you will have special memories and enjoy those memories it's this is what i tell my children even today and that you will not remember that you were so well behaved in school but one naughty incident you will never forget because that is what you will really laugh at with your friends you know when you all are together so make the journey enjoyable make the journey more fun and memorable because that is what is really going to stay with you doesn't mean you don't study doesn't mean you don't excel so please don't get me wrong out there yeah. but but whatever you pursue in life enjoy that's why i said this earlier on that only do what you love what you are passionate about and what you enjoy uh, i have never studied football i have never studied table tennis in my life but now i'm enjoying it so if you do that then you will have a reason to learn you will have a reason to enjoy it so that's my simple message to all the kids out there today it's very inspiring thank you so much ma'am and um, yeah like you said i think enjoying every step of the way is so so important because sometimes we get lost in um uh, different ideologies and you know we're not uh, there present so i think that's really really important and so uh playing sports is fundamental to every child's uh, personal growth and uh self esteem so ma'am how would you suppose uh we encourage um every child from throughout our nation to take up sports regardless of uh their environment so um i truly believe and i have seen this with many sports persons mm-hmm. that when they are pursuing sports they are usually doing better at academics as well and uh, i've seen this in multiple cases so it's not just one or two examples that i'm trying to quote out here because they know that they have a limited time to study they have a short window and they got to maximize it so their concentration level is also high when when you pursue sports you are not only physically fit you are also mentally fit and this increases your concentration this increases your uh, hand eye coordination all these are life surviving skills for me and if you enjoy one sport trust me you will enjoy all the sports and suddenly i will start watching some other game which i don't understand but then i'd like to know because all of them at the end of it talk about concentration they talk about uh, hand eye coordination and then of course other skills come in but these are the two basic skills also there is there will be fear when you play what if i lose what if i don't do well but let me tell you this that fearlessness is not absence of fear like even today i have a game today and anybody who says oh i have a game today and i'm not stressed is a liar <laughs> plainly a liar in bold words you will be stressed because you have put all your sweat on it you want your team to do well and there is an emotional attachment and second thing is that nobody likes to lose whether you are a player whether you are a owner whether you are a parent or you are a friend or a well-wisher you go out there to win and nobody plays to lose so it's okay you know it's okay to have anxiety it's okay to feel you know scared sometimes it's okay to have that fear but if you don't try then that's the biggest failure because then there never is a chance to win so i don't think you should have that mindset go with self belief confidence do your best now i was reading uh, abhinav bindra's uh, biography and it says that an olympic journey is not of one year it's of four years because you are preparing for four years and then the final day comes so that is what is true for every sport that 
if you have a tournament tomorrow, you've not started today, you've started weeks, months, sometimes years in advance. And it's it's a journey that's ongoing. It's a long-term planning. And on that particular day, things may or may not go your way, but you got to give in your best. You have to try till you drop dead. And that's important. After that, it doesn't matter. As I said, then the result doesn't matter. But if you don't give in your best, then you will certainly feel that, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish I could have, you know, I should have focused on my physical fitness. I should have, you know, focused on my mental fitness or on my training or whatever it is, you know. So it's important to, again, plan well for those few, for whatever duration of time it is. And then you will definitely achieve your goal. And even if you don't, if you've done your best, you will have that satisfaction that you done your best that's that's important in any journey that's absolutely true thank you so much for saying that so beautifully ma'am th- this is so well etched in our minds i think uh, uh, it's gonna stay uh, very well for long uh, duration so uh, in these lines um, you know um, one of your biggest goals i think is to make india a sports champion and um, you have been contributing uh, through so many different ways to help India accomplish this as well. So how do we create a more competitive uh, sporting culture here uh, for the international arena? So it's a very simple uh, logic that I follow, Mm -hmm. that we are a country of billion people. Mm -hmm. And are we saying that we don't have champions? Certainly we do, and they are not going to be born. There could be many more who will be born, but those champions are at a, in a, going to be in a different era. If you look at the current generation, there are enough champions. We need to work on both the ends. We need to work on top-down and bottom-up uh, approach. So whether it is the grassroots, then going on to school, college, university, and then final center of excellence. And as as citizens, we need to be invested in each of these levels. And only when we'll be able to complete this pyramid that we'll be able to create champions. And <clears throat> if you look at uh, Gopi Chan, I mean, look at this, how systematically he has created champions in badminton. So why not in any other sport? I'm sure we can do that. So it is good to focus on one or two sports and then whatever you have, just give 100% of that into that sport and we'll be able to do that. Like if you look at table tennis, we have uh, grassroots where we do municipal school program. We have school program, which we run in 25 states in the country. Then uh, we don't have anything at the college level as yet, but then we have the league and now we are looking at the center of excellence. So that's the only way that we'd be able to complete the entire sequence. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I'm sure this is true in every sport and each one of us can, as I said, focus on one or two sports and we can do this and we definitely create champions. I'm sure there are champions sitting in the audience today as well. It's only a question of tapping the right potential, giving them the correct support and ensuring that uh, they do well, they have whatever security they need, whether it is uh, tactical, whether it is technical, whether it is financial or any other, and they will only blossom. So really, I I don't see, it's, it's only a question of time that people will look at India as another sporting superpower. We will do well. I mean, we, were, we are number one in cricket. We used to be number one in hockey. We are great at boxing. We are great at so many... Uh, of these uh, like wrestling you look at it so many of the sports we are doing well so we will have to kind of look little harder look at our stars and give them the right platform wonderful ma'am that's excellent we're all looking forward to that day when you know every sport and every um, uh, sports person is being empowered uh, through this and so um hailing from a family of entrepreneurs um you know you would have learned a great deal from them so ma'am it would be very insightful if you could um share your most cherished entrepreneurial um, lessons with our ssvm family 
This is a very short answer. <clears throat> Learning is a journey. It cannot. I cannot say that I've learned it all, and I'm like one big guru or a gyani. It's rubbish. You have. It's it's a continuous process, and each one continues to learn till they want to learn, mm-hmm. because uh, this cannot happen in one day or five days or you know one week or anything. It, it has to go on and on and on. But most important is. that don't ever give up no matter what you are doing as i said if we had given up in season 2 we would have never dreamt of reaching you know the finals <clears throat> and <clears throat> other is to have self belief so keep believing in yourself and i'm sure you can do the best get the best out of others also surround yourself with a good team you know a sound team who will give you the right advice and the right support and that will make your journey a lot easier so i think these are most important um, points for me That's this is like my learning and i'm sure there are many more that each one comes up with so <laughs> that's remarkable uh, it's very very uh, kind of you to even like impart those uh, to us so uh, thank you ma'am and you have uh, devoted your time and energy to successfully implement school programs um uh, for sports in 25 states like you mentioned and so um ma'am what are the challenges you have come across in implementing them and have you been able to identify the impact on your vision in sports you know india is a very diverse country and we do come with a lot of differences culturally as well as the way we think and the way we behave and it is important to accept and uh, connect with the right culture like north and south are different and so is east and west and in some place what is being loud is normal will be seen as a taboo in another so i think you just have to kind of strike a balance people there is also a as a whole country there is not enough infrastructure that's developed so some people may have good organizational skills some people may have good infrastructure some people may have good talent but may not be as well financially supported so i think if you figure out what is really lacking and give that support then you will really be able to get the best out of it and no matter where you work no matter what field you work in you will always have something that is missing and i think as a leader as a boss it is your job to figure it out what is that piece that is missing and how you can really supplement that piece and make life easier for everybody and as i said you know even in all these entrepreneurship all the big big words they use that's correct but at the end of it you have to do what you have to do on your own you are, and and I, i tell this to my team at the same time that if you fail in something it's me who's at fault but if you succeed then the credit is yours only if you give them a confidence like that will they be able to take calculative risks will be able to take calls otherwise they'll always be dependent on you for you know little little pieces because you are in different culture because you are in different environment you are in <clears throat> we also have you know sometimes trouble because there are different languages mm. you know somebody might be talking locally and will not understand as an outsider what is going on you know i mean they may mean well they may not mean well we don't know but these are the challenges you have but i think you have to learn to live with it and same thing happens you work anywhere else in the world because again they have different culture different language and it's okay you got to move on in life you know these these are all minor crises you got to iron them out and just go ahead yeah thank you thank you for that ma'am so uh moving on to the next phase um at ssvm um we strongly encourage like i said before we strongly encourage our students to explore different kinds of sports um that they have access to and uh they choose a particular uh sport that they are passionate about um you know to uh, master their skills further and so i believe that uh you have a similar ideology as well and after breaking into 
the top 200 of the world rankings uh, your son mudit uh, became the sixth highest ranked uh, indian table tennis player so how do you feel um, how did you feel about this achievement and we would love to hear um, your personal experience with mudit uh, supporting him through his journey in sports and how every parent um, can provide that kind of support for their children so as much as i'd love to take the credit for his uh, achievements i don't think i have a right to do that because it's really his hard work it's his journey as i said it's his sacrifices that has got him where he has reached today but <clears throat> as a child i remember uh, we used to virtually live in clubs there's a club which is about 10 15 minutes from my house and every single evening every single weekend we would be there one you know in eight seven days of the week he would be probably playing ten sports morning he'd be playing something evening something else the next day again you know something else one day golf and some day swimming and some day something else and we were okay about it because for me what is important for a child is to expand that energy also when you are involved in sports all parents can be rest assured that the child is safe because yes. the child is only in sports is not playing video games he is not drinking he is not into any drugs he is not into any bad behavior trust me with that because they are so focused out there and of course there are lots of sacrifices so all the kids who are pursuing sport this is my this is my uh, personal experience that i'm sharing with you that as a child you will feel that oh i'm missing out on family wedding or i'm missing out on a birthday party or a special occasion all my friends are going out and having fun but that's a very short term happiness when you look at it in a long term when you have achieved a lot more you will say oh look at my friends they are still just you know fooling around and having a good time but today i have achieved something i'm capable of you know doing something and i've earned a name for myself which has made my family proud so i think that sense of achievement is most important <clears throat> for any human being and there are these short term goals and short term happiness which will you know make you feel happy or sad because of the sacrifices but it doesn't matter in the long run what matters is what you have achieved and in your journey kids you all are alone trust me nobody is there with you at the end of it you have to give that sacrifice you have to work overtime you have to worry about your you know fitness you have to worry about your nutrition you have to worry about so many things but it all pays off in the long run because then when you stand on that victory stand when you have that tiranga on you when you are representing your country that pride is greater than missing any family wedding missing any friend or your best friend's birthday or missing any gathering so focus on that bit i mean it's today what matters is your pride more than anything else and that pride is something that you have to earn on your own nobody else can do it for you if i could i will say okay i'll buy him a medal but i can never do that you got to work hard at it and that sweat is what is important i i remember it was 15th of august my son mudit was in el salvador it was about 2:30 in the night and he called and he said i'm playing my finals i didn't even believe him that he was playing the finals because he would be the first uh, indian kid junior who would be especially from maharashtra who would have won a gold medal at the world level and of course i couldn't sleep there after and when he stood there with that indian flag on 15th of august and when that indian anthem played he had tears rolling down his eyes wow and that is the picture that he likes to use the most because that is most memorable for him so it's again going back to this belief and this you know going back to the philosophy of doing things for your country 
is more important than doing things for yourself. When you will be called a proud Indian, when you will be called an Indian athlete, that will mean a lot more than saying that you are a Mudit Dani or you are so and so. So keep that in mind and do it for a long term goal, do it for your country and and that is what will really give you the greatest satisfaction. That is what will give you the greatest high in life. You know, that's what that's what I tell my footballers as well. I said, when you win and the high that we all get, I'm sure, I mean, I don't drink, but I'm sure no, uh, no alcohol can give you that high because this can stay with you even in the right frame of mind. And, and that joy is better than anything else. So leave aside all these minor uh, irritants and minor distractions, I would say rather. But focus on all the right things and trust me you will your you will see a different parent in your parents mm -hmm. you will see a different support so today <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be sports it can be any field like i have two children who are like chalk and cheese one is into sports and one is into academics so we don't compare and don't ever if parents are listening to this then please don't ever compare your children no two fingers are the same, no two children are the same, and no one is more favorite. They are both equal. So again, if there's no number one and there is no number two, they are both equal. Even if they are at number three, you will be as proud of your ch child as anybody else would be if that child was at number one. So that's most important, you know, good to be competitive, but let that competitiveness not ruin your happiness. So with my children, with my Mudit also, I tell him, you chase your dream because it's your life at the end of it. And do what makes you happy, what makes you proud. He was actually a swimmer. I don't know if I've ever shared this on any platform, but again, one more secret I'm letting out today. And his coach had told me that if Mudit doesn't reach Olympics, he'll give up his career of teaching. So here I was a mother, extremely proud and saying that, hey, my kid is going to go to Olympics. Great, you know. Then time went by and he, he was also pursuing table tennis at the same time. As I told you, he was playing, he was pursuing multiple sports, but it narrowed down between swimming and TT. And he says, one day he says, mom, I don't want to swim. So, as a mother, I actually died a million deaths because, you know, there was this big dream that was portrayed saying that your child will go to Olympics and he wanted to pursue table tennis when he was not even a school champion. And I said to myself that uh, I cannot live my dream through him. And it's okay. If I push him, he will probably play for some more time. I mean, he'll swim for some more time and then he'll give up, which will be even worse. So as parents, we said, you do what you want to do. If that's what makes you happy, go ahead and do it. And, and then there's no turning back. So again, this is uh, to all the children. If your parents have ever put this pressure, please share my story without any hesitation. I'm always reachable on email anywhere and I will convince your parents if something you want to pursue, please, I will ensure that they allow you to do so. Because if you are happy pursuing what you want to pursue, that's more important than something that somebody else wants you to pursue. To only chase your own dreams, live your own dreams and live your own life because you only live once and you live your life alone you will otherwise live with that guilt and that will be the worst thing that will happen to you. So, so take my advice seriously, kids. That was so very kind of you, ma'am. And uh, also, I couldn't agree more on um, everything that you shared. Uh, so on point. And also with Modit having experienced so many different sports, I can see that, uh, you know, that explains how he connects so well with so many uh, different uh, sport sports experts as well uh, through his sport light uh, and that's been going wonderful too so he's such an inspiration for all the kids and um, everybody who's um, you know trying to achieve and uh, follow their passions so that's just wonderful <laughs> yeah.
So um, as we move on to the final leg of the session, um, I'd like to ask, uh, in this era, we are seeing more um, women leaders uh, initiating ventures in different fields. And so, um, ma'am, what would your message be uh, for women who are interested in um, sports entrepreneurship? Sports is really growing and lots of different avenues are opening up. And when you say that you are pursuing sports, it's not only playing because along with that, there is the equipment partner, there is sponsorship, there is physiotherapy, nutrition, there is mental fitness. Uh, there are so many <clears throat> infrastructure, there are so many other aspects where you could be involved. So if you feel that you have not been able to be a player, that's all right. You can be a psychologist, you can be a therapist, you can be um, um, you, you can be somebody who can be an event organizer. You can be anything, how you, how you can help a game and make a living and enjoy at the same time. That is more important than anything else because everybody cannot be players. If everybody becomes players, then how will the other field survive? I mean, they got to do something, right? So as I always say that in a house, you know, somebody's got to cook, somebody's got to clean and somebody's got to, you know, earn money to ensure that others are taken care of. So this is true in any field that with one, it's an entire ecosystem that is being supported. Like if you look at football, you know, there is the stadium, then there is the field, you know, so how do you, you know, make your pitch? How do you, in cricket, how do you make your pitch? or you know you need water for that and then you need to worry about the stadium lights and somebody needs to worry about the stadium seats and then book my show needs to ensure that the tickets are uh, you know tickets are printed and somebody needs to ensure that there is security so security is equally important because if there's no security there'll be an anarchy in the stadium so the entire ecosystem is being developed now you got to figure it out as to what is the role that you enjoy playing and then being that role you know somebody likes to somebody enjoys branding so that's an equally important role somebody likes to do sponsorship like and here again we i mean it would be demeaning and it would not be fair for me to say that we cannot thank ssvm for their continual support you know to uh, cfc really i mean there are times when we have not done as well, but you stood by us and we really appreciate that, Shisha. Thank you so much. So, yeah. So it is, you need the entire ecosystem to develop along with the sport. And somewhere you need to ensure that there are shoemakers and this is actually the right time. Now the country is, you know, the PM is talking about Atmanirbhar. So it is Indian manufacturing. You can be part of Indian manufacturing. You can be part of Indian system provider. You can work on, you know, what is another thing that is really coming up really well is data analytics. So it's technology. You can be part, you know, playing the role of technology and ensure how, you know, technology can be used. Like we use heat mapping in table tennis. So where does the ball go at? What strength it is played? You know, how does it, uh, what spin it is on what happens if you use you know less power and all this has really improved the game same thing is for football we track how much do they run at what level do they you know players get tired at what what is their <clears throat> level for optimal uh, you know what is the best time you know for the potential you know how do they do the best at that time so there are so many uh, points which are involved in this. So you got to just figure out what is important for nutrition. Mm -hmm. You got to ensure that they eat right, you know, and it's different for different sports. Like in cricket, they eat different, but in football, they eat different. In table tennis game is short. They only eat bananas, few fruits or crackers. So it is so drastically different in each game, you know. Also skill sets, muscle training. It's such an important uh, aspect now because every muscle that you use, 
need to you know you need to ensure that you use it right otherwise you'll have injuries so rehab rehab is another very big field that is coming up so you could be studying sports medicine you could be studying something else and you could still be involved in sports if that is what gives you greater satisfaction so it's not only playing sports but everything else related to sport that can also grow along with the sport and also just to tell you lot of these sports women are very conscious of what they wear and how they look so that's another aspect <laughs> very fashion conscious trust me especially when they are not there sometimes when i see them off the field some of these girls i i have to kind of think twice is that the same person what happened to the hair you know because everybody wants to look nice when you are playing it's different because you don't want hair coming in the way true you could play any of the roles that's amazing that's a whole wide uh, you know array of uh, experiences we could be involved in so that's amazing uh, thank you so much ma'am i think this was such a beautiful session and my heart is filled with so much uh, joy and i'm also feeling so empowered and i'm sure all our students will f- uh, are feeling inspired and empowered just as um uh, i am so i truly enjoyed your insights and listening to your entrepreneurial journey and i would say uh, it is a great start uh, to this year for all of us to listen to your story and we are eagerly looking forward to uh, the cfcc the cfc season and cheer uh, for our players and for t- today's match as well and um, we cannot be more than more happy than this to be associated with um, cfc as well so it's such a beautiful uh, collaboration and i believe this session has also inspired our students uh, who are so enthusiastic about uh, football table tennis or any sport uh, for that matter so thank you so much for joining us ma'am thank you uh, thank you shrisha i'd take this opportunity to thank uh, dr mani miklai and also uh, mr mohan das for uh, the continuous support with uh, ssvn and cfc and i really hope that this uh, partnership goes a long way and i hope we can add a lot more value to your institutions and uh, be a source of inspiration for all the students as well Amazing. Thank you ma'am. Thank you. Thank you.